Good morning, Minneapolis and other beautiful cities all around the world. My name is Lavi Alva, and I am an extreme extrovert. <sighs> so, it's been a few days. Uh, let's see, actually. I downloaded a counter. <laughs> you know those, like, counters, like, those days that see how many days you've been sober? So, I've been sober for s- 12 days. 12 days. And it's been interesting. Um, did my um, assessment. Got that. With all the very long questions. <laughs> very long and personal questions. They might as well ask, like, hey, what's your favorite sex position? Oh. Makes sense. <laughs> Makes sense why you're an alcoholic now. <laughs> so random. But anyway. Um, so I got that completed. And then now I am. I got done signing the consent forms. It's very interesting because I feel like when you do anything medical. Anything that requires uh, mental health. Or... Yeah, specifically mental health. Also, like, you know, if you maybe are in treatment for something physical, like a disability, I'm sure they probably do this too, you know. But I I know they do because, um, you know, I used to do these for some of my clients. Anyway, so you have to fill out a consent form before you start rehabilitation, start therapy. And it's very interesting. It says... You know, if something happens to you, or, you know, if anything happens to you, like if you get in trouble with the law, or if you die, where is this really personal information going to go? All the notes that they take, all the, you know, mental health assessments, all the addiction assessments, where are they going to go? And it's interesting because you never really think about that stuff. Until, you know, you know, you're sitting at the table, like, looking at the documents, like, if something bad happens to me, where am I going to put my stuff? Like, this stuff that's very personal. <sighs> so, uh, you know, I filled that out, and it, it really kind of got me thinking about the afterlife. Afterlife is kind of, like... It's kind of a mutual thing where nobody really understands it. Like, no one really understands or can really, like, vouch and say, Hey, you know what? I died that one time, and I came back, and heaven is real. You know, you always hear about those stories. Those stories about people, you know, in a coma or something, and they're like, like, hell or heaven is real. And I was there. Like, was it, though? Or was it just, like, a long dream? You know, was it just something that uh, you emotionally saw or made up? And I'm not saying, like, I'm not um, saying that people make this shit up. But it might actually be, like, a mechanism, not mechanism, like a way of, like, coping, you know? Maybe you were out and your brain was bored as hell and you probably hallucinated some shit, you know? Maybe the chemicals were flowing weirdly and you thought that you saw a light and you were going to heaven. <laughs> Who knows? Because there's no scientific proof. You can't really measure someone's brain. Maybe in the future we will be able to, but you can't measure someone's soul and where it travels. And I was talking to some of my friends this weekend. I had a few friends over. Um, We had a dinner 
Uh, I don't celebrate Thanksgiving. Fuck Christopher Columbus. Um, but I do uh, take advantage of the time that my friends do have off. And so some of my friends had, you know, last weekend off. So we decided to eat food. Sit down, eat food, talk, laugh. Um, we had non-alcoholic champagne. It was actually really fun. Really nice, sober event. And I really enjoy hanging out with my friends because, you know, they embrace me. They embrace my sobriety. And thank God for that because that has been probably the easiest obstacles that I've had to go over. You know, I'm really blessed in that sense that all my friends are like, you know, fuck that. We don't need to, like, drink to have fun. We will come over to your house and we will just play games, talk, and, you know, reminisce about the old times. Anyway, so I had some friends over, and I kind of, like, we kind of got to this topic. We got to the topic of the afterlife and what happens. And, you know, every time I always talk about this topic, I always get a weird, uncomfortable, fuzzy feeling in my chest. I wonder if it's, like, my soul being like, bitch, stop talking about this nasty shit. It's a surprise. Um, But... I don't know. I always get kind of like a weird, eerie feeling when I talk about it. Just because <laughs> there's really no facts to back up any like thing that anybody thinks. So, one of my friends was like, you know, I think that we just die. We become dirt. We get evaporated. Well, sucked into the ground. Turned into a tree or something. And like, nothing actually like happens. Like, you know, it's just black. That I that theoretically could happen, you know? And I was like, man, that's kind of gruesome. Like, that's kind of gruesome to think that <laughs> we're just sitting on a pile of dead people. Like, the earth is technically, like, piles and piles of, like, animals and organisms and people. And, like, that's the earth, right? And so, I don't know. Like, obviously these concepts of the afterlife whether it's like religious or your own personal belief i think they're really just theories to like make it easier to get to that point in life you know not be so fearful of death and going about your life like living on the like walking on eggshells and being like oh i don't want to die because i'm just gonna be dirt you know because that could possibly be true you could possibly be dirt but Anyway, let's go back to the more fun theories. The fun theories. Um, another theory is that you go into a next dimension. You go to the next life. And I personally absolutely love this theory. Do I believe in this theory? No. But it's fun. It's fun to think that, oh, after I die, I will, you know, go on to the next level. Maybe I will go into a different dimension. Maybe I'll be somebody better or different. And it kind of, like, opens up the idea of the afterlife. Or not the afterlife, past lives. And some people really don't believe in past lives, but I kind of do. I do because there's certain things in your characteristics that you don't necessarily inherit from your parents. And I personally do believe that DNA and, um, you know, biological factors really play into the the diversity of people. And it does. It's scientific fact. 
And I was trying to explain to one of my friends, I was like, the reason why we're so different from one person to the other is because DNA. And they were like, well, if you had the exact same DNA from your parents, wouldn't they just be cloning, cloning people like over and over and over? They were like, they're, they were trying to explain the concept of a spirit. And they were like, the reason why spirits exist, like you have a spirit within you, is because... You know, if your parents just had children and cloned, like, the same exact children, people would have different spirits. And I was like, eh, I... Eh. See, I don't know if I believe, like, in a spirit, like, you have a spirit within you. I think that your personality is just based on science. It's just based on genetics. Maybe your great-great-great-great-grandfather happened to be an alcoholic. And my lucky ass became an alcoholic you know I don't necessarily think it's just my spirit like becoming like this person or like when they're like oh is one person likes to paint another person likes to do soccer but they're of the same you know family they have different spirits well maybe one person just has a better I don't know genetic factor for one thing and someone has a different like, mental, biological, DNA, crap, whatever the fuck, compound that makes them an artist, you know, like, I don't think it's necessarily, uh, like, something inside you that's like, oh, like, I'm my own individual person, I think that people are really, really just based on their genetics, and even our contemplation of the world... (laughs) is solo like it's just based on your parents and your past and your ancestry and stuff like that even your attitude even your like the way that you sit up and sit down i think it's very heavily science and i go towards those kind of beliefs but the concept of a soul is very interesting a concept It's interesting because that's an idea that kind of ties into, like, past lives or, you know, future lives or the afterlife being something different. And and for me, I... I love hearing about those theories. I love to theorize what I was in my past life. I, like... We've... Me and my friends have made up theories. Like me, I have a theory that I was... Like, I honestly believe that I was like a man in my past life. Um, Why do I think I was a man in my past life? Just because, like, growing up, I just, like, felt more... And I, I just felt more in tune with... Things that were idealistically more, um, like, masculine, I guess. I liked, when, like, growing up, I I liked playing with Legos. I liked being outside. It could have been, it could have, it's honestly could have been more of a millennial thing. Like, no offense to other generations, but I feel like millennials were, like, the last generation to really be outside and being active. Like, people are outside and active, but they also, like, have, like, iPads at three years old, which 
that's a different story. But I just, like, felt more in tune with those kind of things. Like, I liked doing, like, those things. I liked, I wanted to do wrestling. I begged my mom to allow me to do wrestling. And she said, no, that's a, that's a boy's sport. You can't do that. I was like, oh, okay, whatever. <laughs> and, like, as a younger, like, person, like, I just dressed differently. I didn't want to wear dresses. I didn't want to wear skirts. That just wasn't me. And I remember my father would be like, oh, why are you dressing like a boy? I've always had short hair all my life. All my life I've had short hair, and I don't know why. I just think it looks better on me. I I just... I have, like, mixed people hair. Like, half of it is, like, white people hair. And then the other half is, like, Latina hair. So, like, one half is, like, (laughs) oily. And then the other half is, like, dry. So, like, I just... I just always like having short hair. Because then my mixed people hair doesn't (laughs) go flying everywhere. And it's... I don't know. It was just weird. Anyway, different story. Going back to the topic. Trying not to steer away from topics because I tend to do that. Anyway, um, so I just always believed that, like, this was my first life as a woman. I don't know why. I just always believed that. And I also believe that um, in my past life, I had done something that I really, really, really did not Like, like, I don't know if I did something insidious or if I committed a crime. But because I have a twin sister, I think maybe I had done something bad to a person in their past life. And now in this life, I have to live my life with my sister. Which is amazing. I'm not saying that's punishment. But, you know, maybe in our past lives, we were enemies. And... These are just theories. These are just things that you like to... Like, I personally like to think up because they're fun. You know, you look... Like, my friend Brandon, he's always liked Celtic music. And I was like, man, you know, maybe I was the pirate and I captured you because you were a Celtic lady and I took you on my ship and maybe that's why we're friends in this life because, I don't know, (laughs) we were just kindled in the past life. My sister always um, had dreams of, like... Being, like, a ninja or, like, being a a warrior at in the Chinese dynasty. She's always had dreams like that. Like, fighting, protecting, like, kings. And I was like, yeah, maybe in your past life you lived in China and you fought for the king. I don't know. <laughs> or it could just be, like, pure imagination. But it's, it's just fun and playful to think about that. Because we don't really actually know. And it's honestly more fun to think about the afterlife in that sense than to think of it as this horrible, dark, boring place where nothing happens, you know. But I don't know. I thought that was a very interesting topic. And I'd always like to hear, like, what you guys have to say. You can feel free to, um, you know... Hit me up on Twitter, via.elva, and let me know what you think about this topics, because I absolutely love hearing about people's dreams. That's another thing that's just so fascinating, too, is dreams. Like, what are they? Like, 
I personally believe that they're like beliefs, fears, thoughts, desires, passions, whatever. But then there's like those random dreams that like come true. Like, you have a dream that you have like a sandwich at noon and you're like, oh, that's strange. And then you wake up and your boss buys everyone sandwiches and it's like close to noon. Like, that's wild. Is that like a coincidence or is that like a premonition? I absolutely love premonitions. And I love like, I don't know, I love when people tell me about those things. Or like when someone dies and they're like, oh, the moment that they're, they died, like I heard a bell ring or like the candle went out. Like, see, that would, that stuff would support the idea of a spirit. Because if you were a spirit, if you were an entity, if you were an energy, like, that shit could happen. Or you could be traveling from different universes and maybe, you know, trying to interact with people. If my ass was a spirit, I'm gonna be real. If my ass was a ghost and I was stuck, I'd be like, you know what, might as well make this the best shit ever. That's probably why ghosts scare people, honestly. Because they're so fucking bored. They're like, man, I gotta, like, do my task to try to get to heaven or hell, whichever one they want to go to, and, (laughs) or maybe it's something else, maybe it's, like, called uh, Las Vegas, (laughs) who the fuck knows, whatever, and, like, before they're doing their tasks, trying to get, move on from the mid, like, wherever, the halfway between, they're just trying to scare people and shit, (laughs) like, me, if I was a ghost, I think I would hunt people in a nice way, I think I'd be like, man, look at that poor homeless guy. I'm going to jack that guy's 20, give it to this guy. That would be kind of fun. Seeing a 20 floating in the air, they'd be like, oh my god, this homeless guy's a witch. He's got some evil powers. He can move money from people's pockets. I think that'd be dope. (laughs) Uh, Let's see what other crazy shit would be fun. Or like going to an elevator. And pressing all the buttons. I think that would be super dope. Like, (laughs) if I was a ghost, I would, like, (laughs) press all the buttons and see people freak out. And then at the end, I'd be like, I'm sorry, guys. (laughs) Sorry. Oh, God. This this got mean. This got mean. This got mean. Nah, I wouldn't be a mean ghost. And I I really hope, you know, I hope nobody's really a ghost. Because I think ghosts are just stuck in between like dimensions or something who knows that's another thing that i have no idea about <sighs> but anyway um i w- i did want to mention my sobriety a little bit and it's it's been going pretty well um the one thing that's i uh, that i learned about like cravings about anything whether it's like candy or alcohol like me or meth who knows what you're on None of my business, but whether or not it's anything, um, someone once told me that uh, cravings only last seven minutes. Like a lot of my friends uh, smoke tobacco, and they're like, you know, the the cravings only last seven minutes. So if you can last that long, and I was like, okay, that doesn't seem too bad. So the other day, I had an alcohol craving. And I was like, okay, it's only going to be seven minutes. So my ass was like, I put a timer and I was like, this should pass, right? Yo, that shit didn't work. <laughs> I was like, this shit didn't pass. I was like, oh my god. 
I was like dying. I was like, I I don't know what I can do. And like, it's kind of sucky because sometimes when you have a craving, you can't think of anything else. You're like, man, where can I get my next drink? And you're like, nope, stop. Don't do that. Think about your money. Think about your friends. Think about yourself. And like, honestly, like the best advice for me from me is like doing something physical, like running, like like, running solves a lot of things. Not running, like, physically running from your problems. <laughs> Don't do that. But I mean, like, do a little exercise. Because that shit really helps me. Like, when I get anything. Like, anxiety. Depression, not so much. But, like, anxiety or, like, cravings. I just kind of, like, haul ass to the gym. And, like, power lift it. Uh, yesterday, I... Ah, uh, man. I I had to make a decision. I didn't want to necessarily make this decision, but I had to. I had to break up with my partner. I had to um, move on. Just because... Even though I really loved the person... I... Uh, there were just things that I need more of in my life. And I need... Unfortunately... Some one that is strong, like someone who is mentally strong, and and I need to be mentally strong before I start dating too. And like, get and like being married and having a child, I want that. That's my dreams. But when it came closer and closer to it, it was like I don't want to have these things and still be messing around. With all these issues that I'm having with my sobriety. It's not issues. It's just feelings and inconsistencies. And it this shit needs to be figured out. Before I go and do that kind of stuff. So it was really hard for me. I cried for a very long time. I cried for two days. And now I'm at the point where I'm like. As much as I love that person. It's not right. It's not right to put them in that situation. And it's not right to put myself in that situation. And I need to be strong. And I do worry sometimes. Because I'm like, I will be more alone in my sobriety. But that is not something I'm going to worry about right now. <laughs> yeah, and it it just it really made me feel sad. And obviously I, ugh, I wanted a beer so bad. I was like, shit. Like... Because all the emotions were running. And I realized that about myself. I was like, when I feel sad, when I feel, like, vulnerable, when I feel crushed, like, that's when the bottle really hits. That's when you're really reaching for it. Because you're like, man, I I have all these things that I don't want to feel about right now and about myself. And... Luckily, I did get through it, but it's been really hard for that reason. And I'm going to try my very best to keep up with my podcasts and, of course, my sobriety because I'm in rehab now. I did a little TikTok. Um, my name is Rouge Santi on TikTok. R-O-U-S-T. Rouge. Um, R-O-U-S, actually. S 
A N T I. And so, anyway, I did this little skit on TikTok that um, was about rehab. You know how, like, Amy Winehouse, she's like, they try to make me go to rehab, I said. And instead of the no part, I put something else in there. You should definitely check it out. And I don't know, I'm trying to, like, be as light as possible with it. I said with my last podcast, um... And one of the other ones before this one, I had mentioned that I just refuse to make it like a taboo thing. Like I refuse to make it where I can't like be honest with people. You know, like a lot of people are like, oh, like or when I say a lot of people, I, I mean like people that have come to realize that I am going to go to um, rehab and going through my sobriety, a lot of people are like, oh, I didn't know that, th- that about you. Well, yeah, duh, because it's, <laughs> it's private to, like, you know, you don't say things about it, but, you know, I'm also not gonna, like, hide it either. I'm not gonna be ashamed of it. I'm not gonna be ashamed of my journey, and I'm not gonna be ashamed of who I am, and I might make jokes about it, you know, I might, like, say something, you know, kind of funny, some people, you know, might not think it's funny. Humor is a very diverse thing. It's It really depends on where you are in your life, you know? Somebody could be like, oh, um, what, oh, good, good example, actually. So, a lot of people will make, like, jokes about, like, you know, like, about bum, like, bummy dads, you know? Dads that aren't around. Um, sometimes people will, like, make jokes about, like, oh, uh, you're like this because, you know, you have daddy issues and stuff. You know, that used to really bother me in the past. That used to be, like, oh, really sensitive. But now I'm at to the point, I'm, like, 28 years old. That that was, um, freaking years ago, 18 years ago. Like, I'm at the point now where I can laugh about jokes like that. I'm at the point now where, like, people can be, like, Oh, haha, you're an alcoholic. I'm, like, at that point in my life. I'm, it's not, it doesn't hurt me, because I'm not in the middle of it. I'm, it's been a thing. <laughs> I, I got used to it. Um, it was kind of interesting, because we were playing the game, uh, what game was it? Shit Happens. If you ever played that game, Shit Happens, Shit Happens is a game where you get little cards, and one of them, they're, it's kind of a vulgar game. It's a, like, one of the cards is, like, you, um, got trapped in a dog, tra- uh, in a bear trap and had, um, unconsensual sex with a bear. Um, and the other one is, like, having Thanksgiving with your dysfunctional family. So, it's a very, it, every card has something kind of interesting on it. Like, it, it says, like, your favorite show was canceled, or um, you get captured by the ISS or something like that. All different, like, levels of severity. And they all have, like, numbers on them. And there there was this card where it said um, something about, like, Oh, your mom, uh, you see her at the strip club making money or something. And one of my friends, his his mom died when he was... Young, like young, like before the age of ten, and so for him, he when he got that card, 
he he started like saying like oh like her ghost is swinging on the pole like you know like just trying to be funny trying to be light with it and uh one of my other friends my partner at the time had um was like oh that's not really that funny you know it's not funny to think that you know making jokes about your parents being dead and it wasn't that he was making jokes about it it was because you know that has been a thing for him that's just a way that you cope with certain things and for him his his mom and I'm I'm not trying to be insensitive but his mom has been deceased for a while and for him it was okay to talk like that you know that's the beauty and the horror of humor and I'm just at that point with my sobriety where it's like you can you can send me memes about you know like oh I had a hard day's work and like someone downing a bottle like I don't care that's not going to trigger me that doesn't you know that doesn't upset me like it's it's it, it's true and it's sometimes funny it just sometimes it's not but sometimes sometimes it is and I think that it's okay to offend people because that's how you learn about them. That's how you learn how they are and where they are in life. If you say something to them or, you know, and they get offended by it, now you know, you know, now you know, like, oh, that's really sensitive for them. They're probably going through something really rough right now. I will not (laughs) make jokes about that. And other times you'll say something and, you know, people will think it's fine. I think that um, sometimes people just walk around on eggshells too much and they think like, oh, I don't want to offend people. I don't want to make people mad. People are going to get offended regardless. You can say all the right things and people are still going to be upset with you. I've learned this, (laughs) you know, and people that are actually like articulate and smart and emotionally educated with other people's emotions, they are not going to punch you in the face for saying something that well if it's racist and demeaning like dehumanizing then yeah duh people are gonna punch you in the face but if you say something like just very lightheartedly and without like grotesque intention I'm guaranteeing you that it will be fine and I I guarantee you Like, I have thick skin. (laughs) If you ask me something or, you know, say something to me, I am grown, okay? (laughs) I'm almost 30. I have very thick skin. I will let you know if you hurt my feelings. (laughs) So I don't want people to think that they have to walk on eggshells because, you know, this is this big taboo thing. And I'm really working on this. I really wish that addiction and uh, mental health was not such a taboo for some people and it still is you know it's 2020 almost 2021 and it's still a huge taboo to talk about it like even when I like go and you know hang out with my friends there's still a few friends where like I'll be like yep I'm an alcoholic or like yep that sounds like me and you can just tell that they're just uncomfortable and I'm like honestly just loosen up about it (laughs) I'm only per- I'm only human. There's only so much that I can do f- to perfection. 
But yes, that that rant, oh my gosh, that, uh, I could go on, on and on and on about that. (laughs) On and on and on and on about that, but I won't. (laughs) I understand people got lives, so I won't, but I really hope that everyone is doing okay um, with the pandemic. You know, it's um, still kind of up in the air how 2021 is going to be, and... I I really just hope that 2020 is a year that, you know, I don't think you'll take, I don't think you'll um, have a lot of growth just because, you know, that's how politics work. Politics, a lot of people think that, like, if a politician says, oh, we're going to have universal health care, like, it doesn't just come in the blink of an eye. You know, the House of Reps have to go through it, the state, like, the laws. Lots and lots of people have to, like, contemplate this one idea, and, like, they have to put things into place. So I do believe that, you know, 2021 will probably be a slow starter, trying to get back and recap after, um, you know, after the past, and the past, you know, politicians. I don't speak ill of people, because I'm trying to up my karma. I need some good vibes in my life for 2021, but I definitely think that 2021 will be a slow, slow-moving year, but hopefully some good will come of it, too. <sighs> one day at a time, one year at a time. One of my, uh, like, mentors that I talk to every once in a while, she's been telling me that a lot lately. Every time I get upset about something... She's like, one day at a time, one step at a time, one year at a time. She's like, don't jump the gun, don't get anxious, don't think what ifs, you know, don't count your mistakes, you know, count the steps that are you moving forward, one day at a time. And I think that's just really good advice that really sits, like, good with me. (sighs) But I hope that everyone has a good morning. And I hope that everyone stays safe and feels love and happiness. And if you don't, for whatever reason, you feel sad or depressed or anxious, I want you to take a deep breath and know that it will be okay. And even when it does not feel okay, even when you feel like shit is about to go down, I can guarantee you, you are a strong person and you can endure this. You can get through it. If I can do this, guys, you can too. So I'm sending you the bestest of vibes and the safest, safest of travels.